ब्रह्म ब्रह्मणाहुत ब्रह्म like that seeing that in every action the person becomes brahman itself thank you we say this shloka before we have any meal and the meaning is same that brahman we are eating that essence in the food and that food when it's you're giving out of that food for the sustenance of this body that essence goes and becomes this essence and that essence stays the same and a uh, lot of hindus say this before every meal but if we understand the meaning then it becomes much more useful you know if you look into the truth lot of people at intellectual level they keep arguing about what is real what is unreal the word is real the word is unreal brahman is real everything is real <laughs> everything is self rather than getting into this argument and having an intellectual tussle when we focus on brahman within us and we keep looking for it and we keep longing for it keep searching for it honestly and that is our purpose of life aim of life then it reveals when it reveals first it reveals within us and we realize the reality within us and we realize that we are that reality then the way how we were seeing the world before becomes an illusion and the way now with this inner wisdom inner eye the way we see the world is only brahman it is not that for a gyani all images objects disappear but their significance changes 
Previously, everything was seen from ego, in relation to ego, employer, employee, friend, enemy, mother, father, daughter, whatever it was. Relationship might be there, images might be there, but now the relationship with everything is same and at deeper level and without any discrimination of anything. And it is more closer than before because it is me. Now you can relate everything as you. Before we were relating people of my community, my religion, my country, my profession, my house, my suburb or whatever. Now, everything is me, same Brahman. Not only that, not only just human beings, everything. In Hindi, there is a word, Kan Kan Me Bhagwan. Each and every particle is that same Brahman. Nothing devoid of it, or I should say, he is manifesting in everything as Brahman. And how do you know that? You can only know that when you know Brahman within you. And how to know Brahman within us? When you look for it. When you realize Brahman within you, you realize a very, very profound truth. You are Brahman. But when you project, jump out of it and become an image and that ownership of that image which we call ego, it is blasphemy, it is sin, it is the primary sin. You just look what you have done and it becomes so clear, so transparent that there is something from that Brahman which takes a shape Takes a shape is not that important. Believes that he is that shape. And it seems as if it has jumped out. So you are that screen. From that screen like a 3D movie have jumped, jumped out. You look, you only appear that you have jumped out. Like in a 3D movie you try to touch but there is nothing there. It appears. Here that, that Brahman's illusory appearance jumps out and then keeps revolving in these images and then gets lost its way back home because it never looks within. It always looks outwardly. Even if you see all 
sadhanas, most of the ways of spirituality from different religions, different sects, mostly it keeps ego alive. Because to keep a sect or a, or a community, you have to have egos alive. Otherwise, you can't keep that big organizations. You have to keep ego alive. That is the necessity. That is the necessary evil on which an organization prospers in ego. We are separate. That is ego. That keeps you in a group but doesn't liberate you. The moment you realize that reality, you know how I was foolish that I jumped out of this and there is no need. Allow things to happen and you can be in your own blissful mode all the time because that's what we all are. This ego is an illusory appearance. Owning a body, thinking I am a mind and then whatever the mind is saying, fooling our own self that is it is my voice. In reality our voice is the voice of God or Brahman or that Absolute. And that voice is no voice, it is only silence. But that silence says everything. That silence says everything to us. If we know how to know this language of silence. It is perfect knowledge. So from that projection, when you recede and stay as Brahman, then you realize that everything is actually Brahman. Now, when someone meets someone who is established in Brahman, because it is not a coming and going, Lot of time people even in satsang talk about that I am this and then I turn and then I become ego and then I... I have to tell you the truth, it is all ego which is giving different forms, taking you that I am that bliss and then taking you out of it. Brahman is a point of no return. Why would something will return out of it? When illusion is gone, there is nothing to step out. There are not two things. You are not visiting Brahman and coming back. Then you can question to who is visiting Brahman? Who is the one who was in bliss and now in suffering mode again? That means there is some entity which is coming and going. Question that entity. What is that? When there is a bliss of peace or silence, which everyone gets, unless we are completely insane, 
intellectually then we say we are in brahman and then when a time of test comes which really examines us which test us then we fail and then we have a very good excuse to say oh i have slipped out of brahman you know i come and go this one which comes and go has to go permanently disappear and its disappearance will only happen when you know the truth when you touch your unchanging reality which never comes and goes and when you abide in that then you can see all the tricks of the mind how sometimes it looks silent even monkey is sometimes silent you know on a tree maybe for 2 seconds even monkey can say i am in bliss i am no brahman same is our mind when we give up our relationship with the mind and its afflictions then we attain peace not with mind you don't have to tame mind you have to give up your relationship with mind all the techniques you see around are all about controlling the mind taming the mind and those techniques helps your mind is more calmer perhaps you can call those can be initial steps or stages to know the brahman but why to take such a long path just give it up go where where you belong to just recede you recede or that grace swallows you but you have to take an effort effort of at least an interest in it your interest is effort your longing is an effort and your longing is grace otherwise there are billions of people on this earth who is interested everyone is thinking that what they are doing is the most important thing in the world even if they are stealing involved in crime or involved in good work involved in crime still you can convince them they are on a wrong path and they might get out of it but people who are doing charity and good work very hard to convince them that all action is bondage they will say it's crap go away i'm doing good work you don't do anything bhagwan puts out so clearly all actions are bondage it doesn't mean that you should not do any but don't do it with doership that is bondage body has come in this world it will do something it has to do it is destined to do something if it is not destined to do anything then it, you are in supreme bliss all the time 
But anyway, if it is doing, let it do. But you are not a doer. You abide in that silence where you know that you are not a doer. Where you don't jump out into this 3D movie and start owning everything, staying in the doer mode and saying, I am doing this and I have this and this and this and all this story, this drama. Whether the body is involved in a drama due to circumstantial issues, you are detached. And you don't have to tell others. Only you should be there. And don't worry about your mind. I have seen jnanis who are erratic looking, erratic speaking something not making any sense, but they are in their perfect bliss and they know that. For some they look mad. But that doesn't matter. You can look very intelligent, good orator. You have read hundreds and thousands of books. You know many languages. But if you are in trap of the mind, You are of no use. No use for yourself. You are not enjoying that bliss. You know relatively everything intellectually. But if you are not abiding in self, what is the purpose of all that knowledge? Bhagwan was never for all that bookish knowledge. And you can see in his devotees, there were learned Sanskrit scholars, poets, and then there were people who were completely illiterate. And if you follow these people, you will see all of them got enlightenment or self-realization or moksha or liberation. How? Because irrespective what is your relative knowledge is or your educational level is, doesn't matter because whatever you have gained as relative knowledge in your mind, you have to discard everything. Much easier for an illiterate because there is not much garbage collected, more heavier for someone who has learned so much. The one who has designations, upadhis, it is so difficult to give up. But someone who has nothing easier to give up. But this all is so easy to give up when there is no ownership of anything. And the first sin is ownership of mind. People who are psychologists or psychiatrists or counselors, they hear 
stories of others mind that does, does disturb them because they know it's not their mind they will give you best suggestion but if something is happening to these therapists in their own mind then it affects them because there is ownership there if we have no relationship with mind then mind cannot cause any problem to us and to give up that relationship you have to find that what we are without mind you know we say pure self what pure self means pure means actually self is pure but when self is associated with mind with intellect then it gets all the impurities of what is the conditioning of mind two people can stay in silence one who is keep thinking all the time is brooding he is on default mode network of ego circuit or the other person can be like bhagwan who is in this complete bliss oblivious to whatever is happening around in his perfect silence and both are extreme ends but one is actually silent within and you only have to find that silence within you and it is in reach of all of us if we give some efforts towards it whole exercises of undoing and you know the best indicator of how deeply you are getting into your own silences when you don't like to talk to anyone for anything because see what most of the talks are they are useless of no worth either you are telling i have done this and that and others are saying i have done this and that and then if both have talked about what we are proud of then we start gossiping about third person how bad they are or how stupid they are and when you don't have a third person then you watch reality shows and you make fun of the people in reality shows this is what life of a normal human being is some are busy in gaining wealth name fame others are criticizing others and most of us do all these things in some quantity or the other and that makes up a story and if we don't criticize others we don't feel proud of ourselves then we talk about things which we have read in news and we vomit out to others 
as if we are very intelligent. We know everything what's happening in this world. We know more than president or prime prime minister of a country, or you know, we know everything and we know the solutions. These stupid leaders don't know anything. All this is crap nonsense. If you know it is crap and you are just doing it for the sake of some fun, that's okay. But people get emotional involved. They belong to a party. They feel so offended. Someone else says something else about it. You know, this was the reason Bhagwan kept quiet all the time. Don't think he was a boring person. He had a very good sense of humor. We all can abide in that pure silence. And we all can be that reality. And we all can give up our fake ego which pretends as the society wants it to be. We can be that unconditioned, giving up all what we have learned from society and we can stay untainted and pure. Only thing is we have to give up what is happening around. Let me just quiet. I think some kids have come to my house. My son's friend. Sorry, just give me one second. I just let them know. Sorry. Sorry for that. Staying in silence is not at all difficult if that's what you really want. If our interest is not in all what is all this noise, I call it all noise, not just inside us, but even outside. If we are not interested, it never asks you to be there. Nobody asks you to be there. Our mind gives importance to things. Just analyze your own life. At some stage, something really was important to you and now it has no importance. You had some interest, you have lost that interest, now you are in something else which you think is more important and you're interested. Someone who is on deathbed or imagine yourself on deathbed now, there's nothing, you have lost one hour. 
Do you think all the interests what you are having right now, you will be carrying those interests and those last moments of your life? What would be most important to you in last hour of your life? Same thing happens the moment you touch silence. Your whole story drops. It's not that you don't remember what has happened, but now you realize there is no value to anything. Our mind was giving value to images and impressions and what happened in past. I meet so many old people and they always talk about their past was golden and they had a good time and as if now they are in hell. Because it mind, mind can play all these tricks. It only remembers what it wants to remember. And it changes the story according to its own wish. Mind is biggest liar. In everyone's life, good things happen, bad things happen. There is nothing black and white. Some people say that when they meet others, they don't like it. Like, not in a sense they feel very aversion to it, you know, to answer them. And I can agree because when you are in dwelling, closing, going closer towards self, there's no energy to go and to talk about all those things. And that our mind interprets as if I have no interest in meeting people as if I'm disliking them. But it is not about dislike. It is about change in your habits. It's a huge transformation. It's a big change. You're giving up the whole personality. You're giving up this mask. Mask of personality. It will have big changes in how you deal. And it takes time to readjust in this new environment. And so that's, that all is okay. If you want to be in solitude, it's good. Nothing wrong about anything. Don't push yourself that you still have to continue doing what you were doing before. If everything collapses, everything changes, doesn't matter. Images keeps coming and going. Nothing is big deal. Trust your own inner self. Put complete faith on it. Be like a dry leaf in the wind. Wherever it blows you, just be with it. Be in harmony with your own self. 
be one with that that is pure yoga you get absorbed in that pure union that is why it is said in scriptures that every being from that ego moves is feminine and that purush that male is that self and there is a union this is a divine union actually tantra also talks about that the people don't understand it it takes to erotism and sex and all but that is it it its intention is that pure that this union is happening within us if you read aksharman malai bhagwan wrote that garland of letters to arunachala coming from bhagwan is treating arunachala that pure self as bridegroom and himself as bride it was at arunachala that parvati consort of shiva she did tapas and then finally she merged into him she came to gautama rishi's ashram to to do penance and then that was that actually is so symbolic of what is happening within us that reunion it is reunion we were there we moved out and we are coming back in realization of self duality drops and duality is that we are separate from that self knowing the self is abiding in self there are no stages if you really look seriously there is no time effort is only in your preparation to be that keep your energy in your heart you are the king you are the 
creator. If you don't like ego and you have no interest in making it sustain its own separate identity, then just take away the energy, stay in your heart. It is very easy, very simple, if you understand this truth. Move, but stay still in your heart. Talk, but stay still in your heart. Stay in your own Divine Presence. Treat this body as temple of God. People go to pilgrimage, temple, church, whatever, and they think God is there and we are so much in reverence and there's an image and we pray in front of image or a statue or whatever or a name. This is that real within us. This is a sin we don't respect, which is we are that. And we keep looking outside. We are so foolish. We think we have lost ourselves outside. How dumb we are. So we go to pilgrimage, we go to other places. You know, Kabir had a beautiful story. One day someone was saying that you don't go to temple, you know, God is there and something. And he asked his wife a lantern in daytime. She brought it and he was looking for something as if he's looking and someone asked what happened he said i have lost a pin he said i can't see pin but it is already so sunshine outside why you have a lantern he said because i've lost it he said where have you lost he said inside the hut he said you are such a fool you're looking outside and you've lost inside the hut he said but you all are doing that you have lost yourself within you and you're looking outside. Look where you have lost. Save all your energy and look within. And the good news is there is no one born without self. So it's not that yourself is somewhere else. Yourself is in your heart. As a kid, I heard stories about someone's life was in a parrot in a cage somewhere else. And someone goes and kills that parrot and that man dies. These are all stories, but not in your case. Bhagwan is in your heart and that is Bhagwan. Not just the image of Bhagwan. 
यू आर भगवान रमना इज द नेम ऑफ दैट सेल्फ विद इन अस विच कैन नेवर डाई practice to know self is to stay at self not for 10 minutes or 20 minutes all the time and if you are vigilant the moment you slip you will know it understand state of self abidance is state of awakening it is not about believing about something which is not there it is real awakening in this real awakening you don't borrow anything from mind you stay as you are so all the things which belongs to ego which makes you as a person as an individual drops all together greed selfishness jealousy anger fear everything drops at the same time self doesn't know these things self has no clue about it and self can only behave like that if it is borrowing from ego from mind you don't go through stages to become pure self is pure because self is not a person self is only a presence an impersonal presence an energy it has no relative knowledge like what ego claims it is it is that's all self don't want any stamp for anyone for anything <laughs> 
It does not even claim any authority. There are thousands of realized beings in caves, in Himalayas, unknown to people like us living in society. They don't even bother to come to us to tell us the truth because they know it is useless because they think these people are so much trapped in sansara <laughs> they have given up hope on us we all talk about conspiracy all these stories biggest conspiracy is happening within us we don't know what we are and we pretend to be what we are not we pretend and we suffer because we are really a bad actors we don't like this acting that's why we are here nobody likes this acting we want to give up this acting we want to come back home and abide in our pure self in blissful self in that peace which is eternal and we are unborn all of us be a devotee of this self not the devotee of body see our whole life we are tempering this body its senses and one day this body will deceive us it will be dust the moment it is born it is going towards death only without any exception and we will receive the same death if we keep serving it actually it is a shame because master is serving its slave or its like you have a car and you just keep decorating your car and servicing and cleaning okay to some extent but not your life is on it body is just a vehicle to experience this world and to know the self but we all get into this illusion that i am the body we came into this world for a different purpose and we all get lost
And then we have different purposes in life in different stages. At the end, we are all unsatisfied. And then we look for real purpose. Nobody asks us for real purpose. No one. Society is more happy if we keep ourselves busy in, in a task in which we are producing something or generating income or paying taxes. We don't meet friends and ask them, how far are you from realization? Can I help you in your moksha? Look, I have known this much and I'm a good friend. Can I help you? No, we actually pull their legs. We say, oh, you are such a rich man. You are a millionaire, you know, and congratulate and we boost their ego. Actually, we are all enemies of each other. Rather than saying, what a foolish man, you have already have so much of wealth now, just look within. Problem is, if you say that, he will never talk to you again. We are also attached to people. We create this drama for ourselves, we create this drama for people around us. And one day we all die without knowing who we are. Satsang is the only place where we are open to it. At least we think about it. At least we deeply contemplate about it. At least it is a space where we can put our heart open and, and try to be that. And I'll tell you, power of satsang is profound. One of the Indian saint Tulsi Das Ji, he said, if the whole world and heaven and everything good what you say is on one side and there is a satsang on one side, satsang will be much heavier than that for that reason, because it is so pure. Here, there is no asking for anything. Self is that naked truth of our own. True form. 
where we give up all coverings. And Bhagwan again is the best example who even gave up all clothing. So simple. People talk about minimalist nowadays. What minimalist? Just follow Bhagwan's life. All these minimalists will be shameful what they call it minimalist. They spend money in doing things and just pretending they are minimalist. See Bhagwan. And then people say he was a miser, you know. He never wasted even a grain. The one who is enjoying the supreme bliss does not need even this body. Body stays or body drops. This unchanging pure awareness stays the same. It is within, it is without, it is everywhere. And this awareness can only be seen by the eyes of wisdom. Actually, you are these eyes which are looking outward, they connect to that. Then they see only self in everything. Their perception changes. The, the way eyes were looking and judging and analyzing people is gone. That discriminatory power is gone. Everything looks self. And the real meaning of self is actually self. That everything looks me as it is me. Don't take self as a word like Brahman or God, something separate from us. Right now, even in ego, we feel that we are something, isn't it? I have consciousness, I have this body, I have a life. I have thoughts, feelings, emotions. I have a story. Moment you recede in, now you know the real I, which I am calling self with capital S. And then this, your sphere of what you think you are drops. And then you see self in everything, the same self. That difference, what we see as others is illusory. Because from that screen we have projected outward, like a 3D movie and seeing us as separate. Recede, go back to the source. 
and in this burning in which this all start finishing you can call it stages or internalization and it can be different in different people but don't worry about it keep your intention your energy here in your heart don't analyze and have faith on it when you have faith it will do everything for you faith is a big thing because you're going into that unknown real you leaving this mask so some people have fear of losing this and maybe falling in some deep valley between the two maybe we are not good in that long jump so comes the role of faith have faith the one who has brought you up to here will make sure you reach up to the end just have faith Thank you everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you Sanjay. Thank you Sanjay. Thank you everyone. Thank you. Thank you.